Today is a great day because, and I think you guys know what I'm about to say, the show has just started. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What's up? Welcome to My Safe Word is More. My name is Al Jackson, but that's not important. You know what is important? My incredible, wonderful co-host, Mrs. Corinne Kaplan. How the hell are you? Oh, man. I got to tell you guys. So we have not been together in like a little over a week, which is a lot for us. And (laughs) I have typewritten notes. Like I have so much stuff to tell you. And I was bursting. Like I don't even know what to do with my excitement because like first, like, okay, we're going to we're going to open with an ambient story just to get like just to level set here. And when the ambient story happened, this now happened like a week and some days ago. I like basically texted him and was like, okay, um, we should record again. Cause I'm so like, I, I have to, it's a tree falling in the woods. The most interesting life ever. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if it happened then I can't tell you about it. Right. So we're going to open with the ambient story. All right, here goes. So. I, I'm going to set this up so you guys know this person going forward. My neighbor, Jay, is a gay man, very out and proud, and I spend a lot of time with him. So heretofore, we'll call him my gayber. Okay. Right? right? Because I feel like I have a million friends named Jay, and I don't want you to get confused. So now, okay, so I'm not going to each time say my gay neighbor. We're going to go with gayber. Okay, Jay my gayber. And trust me, he has co-signed on this. He's very, <laughs> there's nothing in his house that's not rainbow. Like, he's very leaned in on this. Okay, so I'm at his house, as I am, like, often many nights a week, and I'm sitting at his like bar area, you know, his kitchen. Little island action. Yeah, the island, exactly. And I see this package and it's triangular in shape. I've never seen a triangular package like this. I'm just going to show you. Okay. Al can see it. It looks like he bought a box of triangles. Right. Or like the things you rack the cue balls in or the pool balls. Yes. 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 So I'm like, so I look at it and I go, and he, listen, this man, because I have to get his packages for him all the time. This man orders 17 things a week. I mean, he is nonstop constantly getting things. So I was like, What? is this? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, I mean, what even could this possibly, what could possibly be contained in this? So he's like, well, let's find out. So we open it up and then he pulls out. I didn't know who this person was. He had to tell me. So this is uh, Lord of the Rings, a man named Legolus. Are you familiar with this person? Uh, he's the guy. Did it, I say the name right? I, I kept calling I, him Legless from Lord of the Flies, no. and Jeff keeps correcting me. <laughs> he's in the reboot of Lord of the Flies. Yeah. No, I know that guy. I never knew his name, but he's always the guy with the bow and arrow because I'm yes, always there, like, there you go. there's Long the guy that's hair. never missed before. Okay. All right. So he pulls out what, what you see here, which is, I don't know how big, I'm not good with measurements, um, a large, but it's glossy print, not framed, and it was ra- rolled up into this triangular you know, right. Right. So I was like, I mean, I know he sometimes games and I make fun of him for it. And I'm like, what kind of fucking nerd shit is this? And who are you going to frame it? Do you want him to sign it? And he's like, Corinne, I definitely did not order this. I have never ordered something so stupid in my life. Like I, I 100% this is an accident. I go, well, check, check the address. He checks the address. It's his first and last name. It's our, you know, it's his unit number at our address. And I'm like, that's so weird. And, and so we had some other people over at the time and they go, well, look at the receipt. Like, didn't the package come with something in there? And so Jay's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me take a look. Okay. It's from Walmart. So first and foremost, he's like, I have no, I don't order. I mean, the man does, he's like very fancy. Yeah, he I'm- does not use Birchbox. <laughs> he does not <laughs> order from Walmart. And then he takes a look 
at who it's ordered by. And I was like, great, who ordered it? He looks me dead in the eyes and he's like, you. Al, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Oh my God. I do not have a Walmart account. (laughs) I have no fucking idea who fucking Legolas is. Like, this is the most bizarre shit I have ever done. I think you might be right. End of story. This is so weird. I still don't understand how this happened. I've I've talked to you for hours now, and I consider myself somewhat of a PhD in the Uh world of Corinne. And I, as you were telling that story, when you showed me that receipt, which Mm -hmm. was absolutely you, yep, I tried to connect where your ambient mind, right? Where did the ambient connect? Like, is he like? Do you feel like he's a person that? is going to shoot your next Cupid and maybe you associated that with a movie that you've never seen. That's very weird. You need to hire a dream coach. I guess. I mean, I was arguing with him and he's like, I go, it's a different Corinne. He goes, there's no, it's your name. It's my name. It's the address. It's like, you sent this to me. And I'm like, I don't, look, sometimes I surf Amazon when I'm on, but I don't go through Walmart's website. What the, I don't even know. Maybe you click through the banner and next thing you know, you end up. I managed to get to, like, the teen heartthrob section. I mean, this is so bizarre. So now he's definitely framing it, and I'm signing it. (laughs) That is – they need to – first of all, you guys need to frame it. You need to sign it. And I want to buy, just for the studio, (laughs) the picture of you standing next to it with him because that encapsulates (laughs) who you are as a person. There's no rhyme or reason. No one is hurt, but no one will – everybody walks away – a little damaged because they're trying for the rest of their life to be like, well, why did why? she, how did she, because I'll think about that in two weeks from now, when you've moved on with your life, mm-hmm. I'll be in airport security. Like, how did she connect? Why him? Well, I don't, I, I need, I need but more it, answers. So but the other not. thing is I can now see from the receipt. Now I will put this on the Instagram just because it's worth, it's just worth seeing. This is a large format print 11 by 14. Oh, you went <laughs> like, all out. It's not just like, you know, the headshots they used to have at your dry cleaner. This is bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> your dry cleaner or your local Italian restaurant. Yes, Those yes. are the two. Correct. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, that is uh, wh- quite the way mm, to kick to open off. up. Uh, Corinne, I don't, I don't know where we go from there. Well, I would like to, I have some complaints to a lot. I have a lot of, I'm going to go all over the place. The transitions aren't going to be great guys. We just, need you. Just handle it. Um, I have a complaint and I have some news. I officially not soft fired, full fired my dermatologist. No. Yeah. She's I was done. vaguely I attracted to her. <laughs> I was here's, really kind of, here's what, what happened? happened. You tell me if this is okay. Okay. So I went to get my lips done and I get them done only once a year. Once a year, guys, the lip filler lasts for a year. So it's expensive. But the going rate for a syringe, as I've mentioned before in this podcast, because even though we're not sponsored by any kind of <laughs> lip filler, I keep advertising it. Um, it is $650 for a syringe. That is the going rate. That's what it costs. If you called 10 different places, you'd pretty much get that. Or maybe somebody has a special, like first time, you know. But for the most part, that's what it costs. That's just what it costs. It's what it cost last year when I got it done. So I go and I see her and she, you know, as per usual, I was like, you know, I just, I don't know how much I need. And, and she's like, well, you need, you know, she's not like, oh, she's not like this. your gorgeous lips. No, she's like, yeah, yeah. They're receding into your face. Let's, uh, so anyways, I was like, do what, whatever you need to do. And it is, Al, it's so scary and so painful. Like they put numbing cream on your lips 
And every time, every goddamn time, it's somebody who just just got trained. It's somebody brand new. So this girl comes in, and I'm like, I haven't seen this bitch before. She's not been around this office. Because while I'm only there once a year for filler, I'm there every three months for Botox. I'm there for my Grover's disease. You know, I'm there. So you would know her. i never seen her. And she was pretty. I would have remembered. So she's like, I'm Autumn. I'm like, oh, sure you are. And so she's like, I have to put the numbing cream. And the numbing cream sits on your lips for 45 minutes. I'm sorry, 30 minutes. So she puts it on my lips, but she doesn't put it like in the, she puts it like around, like lip liner almost. And I'm thinking, nah, that's not, you got you got everything. Your lips are super sensitive and you want them to be completely numbed. She comes back in five minutes later and she's like, you know what? I actually did that wrong. I need to put more on. And I was like, I knew you did that wrong. I don't know why I didn't say something. But also, why are you troubleshooting and then going out there and asking? So, why I was is about not- to say, she must have known she was doing it wrong as she was doing she, it. She said to me, she goes, I've never done the numbing cream for lip filler only for cheek filler. And I'm like, yeah, then you ask somebody else to do it or you ask somebody. All right. So she comes back in. Now she puts way too much of this filler on or the numbing cream on me. And what happens is the numbing cream starts out sort of thick and then your body heat, it it becomes like liquidy and it was getting all in my mouth and down my throat. And it's very definitely toxic. It's not like it's not lidocaine. It's not for your mouth. And so like now, like my entire tongue, my entire upper and lower teeth, everything is frozen and it's a very unnecessary. You don't need to do that for lip filler. Your lips, the only thing that needs to be numb. So I'm a little irritated. Anyway, she a comes, little. She comes. This isn't even the bad part. I guess you couldn't voice your concern if you no, needed to. No, I couldn't to. move. I couldn't do anything. A headbutt. And for 30 minutes, I'm just, I'm eating this fucking <laughs> toxic <laughs> numbing cream. So finally, my doctor comes in and she's, she begins the injections and fuck, man. I mean, look, my teeth were real numb. My lips, nah. They were not <laughs> like I was in. I was tears were streaming down my face, but I'm like, you can't move. You don't want her to fuck up the lip filler. Anyways, I go through all of this. I leave. I get I get to the front to pay. And this is where we get. This is why she's been since fired. The guy at the front who I like very much. I've seen him a million times. He's like, oh, they look great. Um, OK, that'll be 800. And I said, I'm sorry. Did she put more than one syringe in? Because now I'm like actually like freaked out. I don't want more than one syringe. And he goes, nope, one syringe. And I said, but it's 650. I had this appointment on March 4th. Okay. Oh, he says to me, he goes, the prices went up March 1st. Oh. I'm sorry. They went up $150. $150. This is not like, oh, it's going to be $20. You need to A, say something to me prior to the appointment. B, perhaps give me a heads up and see if I'd like to come in before March 1st. I missed a hundred three days cost me hundred fifty dollars. That's real, that was that's borderline fraud. I agree. Borderline, and there was nothing I can do because I'm standing there with my lips all fucked. You know, like <laughs> I can't. I mean, I've got to pay the money. There's nothing I can do. And I thought to myself, no, now she has gone too far. This is too far. This feels like a Yelp review written by mm-hmm. me on your behalf. Yeah, I might. I, the, yeah, you don't. You don't try and play. I don't. It's such strange business practice to. Go after a regular client. Yes. Was the extra $150 worth it for the thousands of dollars you were going to pay thousands. her for the next? It's so weird. And I crowdsource because you know I have a million friends that do lip fillers. I asked every one of them, what are you currently paying? What would you do if all of a sudden with no warning it was 150 Like I had to, you know, look, I have the money, but it's like, what if I couldn't find an extra $150? Which, you know, what if I budgeted for this? They like, take some out right there. Yeah. So every single girlfriend was like, that is absurd. 
And you don't, you can't go to her anymore. So that's the end of it. So you're a free agent. I already have a new Durham that I'm seeing next week for a second opinion on my Grover's disease. It's, <laughs> so it sounds like you were cheating on your other Durham. Mm-hmm. Whenever somebody's in a relationship <laughs> yeah. immediately, like, oh, you already have somebody. How'd that happen, mm-hmm. buddy? I signed up via Zocdoc because I, I like will do anything to not get on a phone call with anyone. Yes. And so I signed up, and then I, I wrote in the reasons. I already have a diagnosis. I need a second opinion. I've already been on clobetazole, the steroid. You know. Anyways. So that's what's going on in the world of my medical uh, foibles. That is, uh, first of all, something else. Mm -hmm. I've never met anybody who has the kind of pain tolerance that you have. Yeah. So the fact that you were saying the tears were coming down Mm -hmm. your eyes, she must have. And I wonder if I do you think that she might be a sadist? She's got to be because the other thing she did that I don't understand. So she starts like down by the corner of your mouth Mm -hmm. and then she's going to get to the cupid's bow, like the pointy part of your top lip. And she says to me, after I'm already crying, it's obvious that the numbing cream, while it has heavily affected my gums and teeth, it has not affected my lips. And it's like I'm in a lot of pain. And she's she can see that. And then she gets the cupid's bow and she goes, "Okay, so this is probably going to hurt. What? It already hurts. Why would you just do it? I don't want you to tell me that before. I think she wanted to. I, there's I, look, something wrong with her, right? There is something right. to it. You can't tell me that there's nobody that's gone into a profession in which sy- syringes or drills or needles mm-hmm. are used that doesn't like that a little bit. Because a lot of people, even though dentists and, and you know for a fact make buku money, I think it's the first time I've ever used the word buku before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My eight year old girl. Know. Uh, is it cowabunga yeah. next? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it make mucho greenbacks. Yeah. Yet, mm-hmm. not, like, it, some people still wouldn't go into that because the idea of working in somebody's mouth yes. or around somebody's mouth freaks them out or they find that disgusting or off-putting. So there's got to be people that just want to make people's mouths feel better and look them sh- smile brighter. But there's got to be some people like, oh, here comes this survivor chick. Yeah, she can take it. We'll see. Well, we'll I did. See. Look, to my credit, I didn't flinch. I took it. I would have taken any level of pain to get my lip filler. But after all of that, to find out that it was an extra 150, I was just like really not okay with that. You can't do it. No. No. But once I got my lips done, okay, so now once I get them done, this was the worst. I forgot that, like, once you get them done, you're supposed to not have alcohol before. But I forgot that. So I had alcohol before, which maybe increased the pain. By the way, you just did that in, that in the tone where... It, people use that tone that you because you were like you're not supposed to have alcohol but I forgot it and that's not an excuse like that <laughs> yeah, is not people do that not. all the time they're like yeah well, yeah I cleaned your account out okay I, like it's a very like <laughs> the way you said no you had alcohol against the uh, medical <laughs> board's uh, right, clear right. decision making well, so what was the result of here's that here's the thing I feel like if it was that important then she would have asked when I sat down, did you have any alcohol within 24 hours? And if you did, I can't service you. She didn't say anything. Who so would I, ask that question? What is she, your PO? I don't know. You need to, so, we need some clean pee from you today. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I'm going in there with you. So she, she actually said to me, because she could see I was in pain, she goes, did you take aspirin? Because that thins your blood. And I was like, no. And, but I'm like, you know what you should do since it's an $800 appointment? Just give me a quick call. From your front desk staff, when they call to confirm the appointment, give me a reminder. Hey, don't take aspirin. Don't drink. I don't forget these things. I don't take aspirin anyway, but like you can't take anything that would thin your blood. But some people may be offended by that. Like, hey, before you come in, can you not be shit faced? (laughs) 
like you're like Why do you smell you're, like a bar? Yeah, exactly. Like, yo, I got three kids. Yeah. I'm an executive. I don't ever tell me not to drink. I'm it's the middle of the day, but you would rather that call. Yeah, okay. I would. Well, you can't have it within twenty four hours and I definitely like had several glasses the night before. So that that night I know I can't have any alcohol. So what I end up doing is I take edibles, which as you know, I don't do, but I was like, Ugh, like this is so, I don't want to be sober tonight. This is really boring. And it starts to like re- like become something in your head. You know, like. On like, edibles. I find that shocking. Well, yeah, I started. So I took one edible and then I took a second edible and I don't know what happened. Okay. I woke up the next day and I start getting a bunch of angry like texts and voicemails from Richard, my best guy friend who right. always asks that I not talk about him on the podcast, which, by the way, that's my new shirt idea. I want to make a shirt that says, don't talk to me. Talk, don't talk about me on your podcast. Oh, that's good. We <laughs> have to edit so that out. Because so many people say it to me. And We're going to edit you know that what? out. Richard, you should listen to the podcast. Then you'd know if I talk about you or not. Yes. Eh? We're edit, edit that out, Kelly. That's a great <laughs> idea. No one's stealing that. Okay. So anyways, he was pissed because he had been called. So there's no, if I don't answer his call, we've been best friends for 20 years. There's nothing romantic. But if I don't answer his call, it gets, he gets increasingly like, woman, call me, you know? And so... It's weird for me. He was telling me he's coming to Denver. And it'd be really unbelievable that I wouldn't be like, holy shit, you're coming to Denver. Because that is how I react when he's coming here. And so he calls games for the NBA. And he, you know, oftentimes doesn't have a ton of notice. Anyways, so he hits me up. Now, it's the next day after my filler. I did the edibles that night. The next day. Now he's like... I'm, I, I, you know, I want you to come to the game tonight. It's a later game. The game ends and then we'll go out. And I was like, uh, I look like a fucking clown and I can't. And in my head, I'm like, I can't have alcohol. Right. And then I thought, well, I mean. My friend's in town. (laughs) Does it say on the back of the box if your friend's in town, it's cool? like, but I kept being like, so when I do the lip filler, the derm always says like, you're going to hate the way you look the first week. However, no one else is going to notice. It's only you. And I really didn't believe her. I'll show you a picture of what I look like right when I got it done. I think I look insane. So I tell him like, I will come out and I don't mention the non-drinking because at this point I've already resigned. I'm going to have some drinks, but I'm like, I will come out. Um, but I look, I like, it's a thing. Like my, my lips are a little black and blue. I'll put lipstick on, but they're like nine times the size that they should be. And he's like, I don't care. And I was like, okay, well, so he goes, um, I, as far as he says, he goes, do you want to come, come to the game? And I'm like, no, because I'm thinking I want to minimize the amount of time anyone's going to see me in bright lighting. And also cut down on the drinks. Because right? that's, that's another three. Because exactly. you know you're going to be in the VIP. Three. Like, it's a, I've only had two. It's the first quarter. It's a longer first mm-hmm. quarter and a lot of timeouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, so he goes, okay. So he says to me, he goes, all right, um, I'm going to leave you two tickets. Now, mind you, this is hours of only a uh, two hours maybe before the game. He's like, I'm going to leave yeah. you two tickets. Well, and you're not about to play in the game. Well, you have to get your ankle taped. All you have to do is go to the stadium wait, and walk in so for I free. Go, so I'm like, um, well, can you just leave me one ticket? And he's like, no, that's weird. I, 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 I don't want to call. Like, he has to ask whoever leaves the tickets. You know, like, he's, he's I forget which network he's on. I don't know. TNT, I believe. I one know. of the major networks. You it should know be, that about it, your friend. It might be ESPN for all I know. I don't know. He's on one of the big ones. And in any case, yeah. they he has to call his like the handler who does this, and then he doesn't want to be like, I have this loser friend, just one ticket, please. So he's like, you're getting two tickets. I don't give a shit what you do with the second one. And so I'm like, okay. And you were out of town, and I was like, I just, ugh, I don't want to make small talk with somebody. And then like, I just was like, I don't. I'm just gonna go by myself. And so I oh. rolled in at halftime because 
I don't really care what happens. I don't understand why anyone goes to the game before that. There's nothing important that happens before third and fourth quarter. Even before the fourth quarter. I mean, I, I think there are some basketball fans that would argue what happens before the fourth quarter is three quarters of basketball, which they love to watch. Right. It's I was like, let me maybe make it for halftime and watch that stupid mascot make that dumb fucking half-court shot that I don't understand how he makes every time. He makes it a lot. He, Holy He shit. was on a really hot streak. We're talking about Rocky, who's the Denver mascot, uh, the Denver like Nuggets mascot. Like three people are going to know this, probably, Yes, but, but he throws the ball behind his head at half court. It's wild. And he makes it a lot. He did it's it. very strange. Hold on. This time he did it, he got on a ladder that was so far in the air with no safety net and shot it backwards on the ladder and got it in. Like, this man, why is he not playing in the actual NBA? I don't understand. <laughs> he is weirdly fuck? good. And I do like, uh, you're a Rocky story. I don't know if you meant to do this, but kind of took away from the fact that you did show up by yourself, which is like oh. in every movie where the kid is like from a broken family. Yeah. And he makes it to the NBA and he looks over and there are two empty seats. Yes, yes. It's like in this version, you showed up like, it, yeah, my mom's an alcoholic, but she made it by the second half to support. And you just she, mm-hmm. and you just say, go get him, son. And then take a sip of booze out of your purse. Mm-hmm. And that that's, so, that's a new story. Okay. So this is why I'm telling you. So on the Uber ride there, I had been watching. I'm trying to get better at TikTok. And part of that is like, I have to watch TikToks and I don't like it. So I have like a set amount of time that I will like watch some TikToks so I can build the algorithm and understand how that stupid platform works. So one of the things I kept seeing on there was um, like a guy who surprises people with tickets. And it's very heartwarming. Like he'll like find like, I don't know how he does this, but he'll be like in Walmart and see somebody and let's say it's a Broncos jersey. And he's like, and it's like definitely someone that can't afford anything. Well, they're at Walmart. Right. They're getting a Legolas poster. Wow. <laughs> and so he, he'll go over to them and be like, oh, are you a big Broncos fan? And they'll be like, yeah. And oh, do you ever been to a game? No, I can't afford it. Oh, well, I have this football I want to give you. And then they'll be like, oh, my God, thank you. And then he's like, and that's not all. Here are two tickets to you know, courtside, whatever the fuck right. you call that in the football. Anyways, so I decide I'm going to do this. I have a ticket. I don't understand how a StubHub works. I'm not going to sell it. And it's a very good seat. So I start initiating because I don't know where else I'm going to find this. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say where else. A poor person with this is not coming out right That's now. the kind of stuff that would get you beheaded in the <laughs> 800s. Just no. The queen said, where are all the poor people? They're like people in front of the castle just dying. Turn your fucking phone off. I thought it was. Okay. So I decide the Uber driver is the poorest person. Oh. Because once I get to the stadium, everybody Instead of a football, did you give him a note that said, you are the poorest person? Congratulations. And here's your ticket. I don't know where to find poor people. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so bad. <laughs> Wait, it gets worse. So, so I start, I take my phone out because I'm like, maybe I'll film. You Google poor people near me. <laughs> so I go, um, sir, um, I'm going to the stadium. I'm going to Ball Arena. So obviously I'm going to the, the basketball game. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> um, do you do you like sports? And he's like, he goes, yeah, I think everyone likes sports. And I was like, yeah. Well, what about the Nuggets? And he's like, yeah, they're fine. And I was like, well, um, you know, have you ever been to a Nuggets game? He goes, I wouldn't fucking go to a Nuggets game. Joe Kick is the MVP. He's never won us a championship. They're trash. If it was soccer, if it was the Avs, sure, but not a Nuggets game. And so wow. I'm just like, I can't even give this poor guy. 
<laughs> my dick because he's already absolutely like hates the nuggets right like w- i mean we live in denver it's i found the one guy that doesn't want to sit like in amazing nugget seats he was like absolutely not that's so I so can't give him my ticket. So now I just enter and I'm like, I give up. This is what it is. I'm, I don't care. This you don't be... see any more people, poor people downtown? No. I know. What I route got, are you taking? I got dropped off at the stadium. <laughs> I wasn't walking, right? Like I got dropped off right in front of the stadium. And everyone has tickets. They're all in line to go in. It wasn't like a, a situation where if that's why you're at the arena. And I didn't understand the scalping rules. I didn't want to stand there and like, I got a tickets, buddy. tickets. I... I need, did anyone need tickets? I don't care that much. But and I'm also, sure like you reselling uh, it's not a an good, employee's ticket, yeah. might not be super not great. great yeah, I mean, he did say, "I don't give a shit what you do," um, but I don't know if he meant that. Uh, so now I get to the game, and I'm like, "Great, I'll have a place to put my jacket." You know, I've got an extra seat, and so I get to my seat, and either it's I I'm uh, on the end, like in a really you know nice row or whatever. And I can see out of the corner of my eye, there are a group. I always thought uh, you'll have to articulate this better than I can. Mm-hmm. So there are, there is a wheelchair section. And then there were people standing behind the people with the wheelchairs. And I always assumed though, those are the people that drive the wheelchair. Like it's your friend that's driving you in the wheelchair. Stop saying drive, please. <laughs> okay. It's just really bothering me. <laughs> we all know what you mean, but it's bothering <laughs> okay. uh, probably he- me and half the listeners. Okay. Stop I don't, saying, I will you push. drive me? <laughs> I need to go to the restroom. Drive me. Left. <laughs> I'm doing really well with drivers in general on this episode. Stop saying that. So, all right. So I, that's what I thought it was. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this very cute guy comes over and in an accent, which I later found out is Polish, is like, "Is it, may I take that seat? And when he does this, security descends on him like he's just offered to rape me. Like they were like, absolutely, you go back to your shit section. So it turns out you can pay the minimal amount of money and you have to stand the entire game. And for some reason, those people are standing behind the people in the wheelchair. So wheelchair people are just there because that's the wheelchair well, section. Well, I think they're standing behind them because it wouldn't be fair the other way around. <laughs> no, the wouldn't. standing room section is in front of the wheelchair <laughs> section. You're like, I told you, the cruel queen. Yeah. No, they will enter free in their wheelchairs, <laughs> but they will stand behind the standards. That- <laughs> Like, you can dog left and right, like around. Yeah, people are like, why can... did she do that? She didn't even care about basketball. <laughs> Just yeah. to be mean. So because this guy was so cute, I was like, all right, everyone, stand down. He, he's fine. This is also my seat. And they were looking at me like, that's also your seat? I'm like, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> and then I show them the tickets because I have both of them. And so I was like, please, sit. So his name ended up being Mache. And he was in town for some goddamn crypto conference. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the conference. Yeah. The oh shit, this is this might it's, be a scam conference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There goes all my money conference. Um. So he sits next to me and like he's adorable. I am now. I have lost and an all focus on the game as if there ever was. Like I had told Rich, like I'm gonna be coming down in between quarters. You have to hang out with me. Like talk to me. Like for like two seconds in between. And I just like no showed. Like I was hanging out with Mache. I know he looked over there. Like I can't believe yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, I kicked it with this guy for the entire game. And the best part is he left his friends standing. They did as would I. Yeah, yeah. Fend for yourselves, yeah. brothers. Okay, so game wraps up, and uh, you know, so. Rich and I go back to his hotel so he can change. And, like, we just have dinner and stuff, like, normal, boring stuff. Um, But one of the things that happened that I just – I thought was really funny. I hope he doesn't mind me telling this. So he's a really, like, good-natured person, especially when it comes to fans. Like, he will – like, I when we were leaving the arena, he's like – 
arguing stats with a fan. Like he'll 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 talk to anybody. He's like a really like down to earth guy. But he not you know, the best sell job for your friend. You're like when we leave, he's he was arguing with the yeah. guy. He's the man of the people. <laughs> well, like, he didn't need to debate like stats with somebody. He'll do right. that. Like he will. So um, we were at his hotel and we're, we get in the elevator and we're riding it down. And this woman gets in the elevator and she's like, oh, my God. She recognizes him and she's like, my brother, you're friends with my brother. And she gives the brother's name. And Rich, to his credit, like he's never going to be like who? So he's like, oh, my God. Yes. Like he does this, the cell job of a lifetime. I was sure he knew this guy. Although I know he does this. I was like, hmm, yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, how, how is he? And she goes, he's dead. And so Rich is like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I'm so sorry. Like, when did that happen? Ten years ago. Oh. <laughs> no, I have lost all composure. I'm like praying this elevator ride ends because I can't keep it together. <laughs> this is the most awkward, horrific celebrity encounter of all time. Oh. Like, he was so close to being like, oh, yeah, he hasn't responded to my text. Like, <laughs> 10. And, like, he couldn't. He barely was keeping the ball in the air. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean. That was quite the setup. It, it's, I, I think in, in this day and age, as old as I sound saying that, it's hard to keep more than a few people in your head. And there's a lot of people where you're in your head, you're like, oh, we're really cool. But honestly, you probably haven't seen them in like seven or eight or nine or ten years in mm. person. And they're comics that I'm friends with where I see them on TV. I'm like, oh, that's the homie. But I'm like, I ain't seen that dude mm. since like before my youngest kid was. And it's like time moves on. And I'm sure, what is he supposed to do? Like, I don't remember your brother. And then just stare straight at the yeah, I mean, doors. It's, it's just it's common I think decency, I wish, but it's like, hard. civilians, not like you and I, not famous people like us, but mm-hmm. civilians, if they could just like mentally understand what it's like to be somebody in his shoes like he's just not going to remember everything and he's just he's working it with the best that he can i will say one other example when we were at dinner um i hate look for the most part it's dudes that come up to him and that's because sports it's yeah sports but the girls will see the dudes coming over and then the girls are like oh he's somebody and like do your fucking due diligence like look i can always tell when there's an athlete in my area but I don't – I almost never know. Like, I could, I usually can tell what sport, but I don't usually know who they are. But I will use deductive reasoning. I will Google. Like, I'm not going to go into <laughs> that conversation. bathroom Googling? Yeah, like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm not going to – this is the last thing I'll do. I'm not going to ask you, the famous person, who are you, which is what happened. So we were having dinner, and this girl comes over, and she's like, I'm so sorry, but are you on TV or something? And then I say, yes, I was on two seasons of Survivor, <laughs> season of The Amazing Race. And he just sat there like, this is perfect. And I said, thank you so much. It's always nice to meet a fan. Bye. You said bye? Yeah. You, oh. Yeah. Either, like, if you're going to interrupt people, like, we're, we're best friends catching up. I never get to see him. Like, if you're going to come over and interrupt, you better at least know who he is. Well, I was going to ask, how do you interrupt? You don't. I mean, if you're going to interrupt, it's because you have two shots or you know what he likes to drink and you've bought a drink and you want to bring it over. Or maybe like one of the things that he really, I mean, now I'm talking about him way too much, but he really enjoys, like, like I said, he'll converse with you. He wants you to have a Richard Jefferson story. Like mm-hmm. you got to meet him. We will take that and, name out. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can leave it in. Um, you know, you, you want, he wants you to have that story, but he doesn't care for when people are like, can I get a picture? He's like, no, but let's talk. What, like, what's your what's your favorite moment? You know, like, he'll talk to you. Right. 
Anyways, I, have, I have a friend that really, so, I didn't realize how much some people dislike taking pictures. He really hates it. Because he, he doesn't like taking pictures with me. Right. It's They say they feel like a cardboard cutout. Mm-hmm. So it's I could see that. But he while. really wants, he likes the idea of like affecting people and ha- them having a story they can tell when they met him, you know? Like, so he'll engage with you, but he doesn't take a picture. All right. So we end up, he's got like, we were out with like it, at dinner wise with like, there was a whole bunch of other players and there's other sportscasters and other, you know, people. And I love when I can feel you running out of adjectives. You're like, there's athletes, sportscasters, yeah. and others. And, that, and then I, people that don't <laughs> matter in this world. Hangers on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyways, um, I at this point had had several drinks and was like, I guess I'm just uh, – and, and he said to me, he goes, I don't notice anything about your lips. And I was like, okay, I probably could go out then. So he, he decides not to go out. I go out with a bunch of people. We'll leave the rest of them nameless. Of course. I go out with a bunch of people. We go to like Whiskey Row, which is like a club here. It's fine. It's not great. It's not like my favorite place to go. And then at 1.30 in the morning, one of them is like, let's go to Shotgun Willie's. Of course. Now, I at this moment decide that it is 1.30. I know how far Shotgun Willie's is. We're not – it's in Cherry Creek. It's a solid 20, 25 minutes. Everywhere starts – stops serving it too. Shotgun Willys, while they might be a little bit cooler, they still – they're under the same ordinance. It's not like – I thought they could serve till 4. No. Okay. No. So um, I like – so that this is not why I didn't go. Allow me. So I am standing there like, okay, Al, this is the reality of the situation. I am banned from Shotgun Willys. Yeah, I can't go. So Why have I, am, I just now heard this? I'm Both of my like, fists are clenched it's right not now. A good, it's like so embarrassing. I um, <clears throat> I went to Shotgun Willie's before I even moved here. My best friend Julie was living here at the time. And I was like, can you please take me out where there's going to be like hot men? And she didn't know anywhere. She had just moved here. She didn't know anyone at all. So she goes, okay, I got it. And she takes me to Shotgun Willie's. And I was like, okay, this is. Did she understand the concept behind shotgun? Oh movies? yeah, but like we're from Florida, so like in in Miami, like we like we went to strip clubs all the time, and she was like, I don't. If you don't know where to go, like this is a safe bet. So we go to Shotgun Willie's, and unfortunately, she took a picture of the two of us, and there's a girl you cannot make out her face or anything behind us on the pole. Julie uploads this to Instagram and then tags me in it. Julie has like 13 followers. I have more. Yes. Well, she also tags like a fucking animal she tags the location as shotgun willies that morning i wake up to thousands of angry strippers that have all now come together you are not allowed to take pictures in the strip club it is disparaging and despite the fact that it's just a picture of julie and i and it's not like it's there's nothing mean about the stripper in it or anything i am now getting you mean thousands you're not being facetious no there was i mean so many it spread so fast. I don't know what kind of union they have or a secret network. They coalized very quickly. And I was Face, I couldn't Facebook group like you're in. I couldn't even get to her fast enough to be like, take this fucking thing down. Because they're only they're not yelling at her, they're yelling at me because I'm the verified tagged person in the photo. Oh. oh. So we then we get we both get messages from Shotgun Willie's saying that we are banned for life. Do not come here. And like I was like, Joel, what I mean, what do you she goes, Well, if I had to guess, they probably have our picture up because that is what they have. It's not our names, really. It's the picture. Can you guys troll them and take a picture that exact same and and or so, just right in front of the doors, like let us in. <laughs> this is my assumption. My assumption is that on a busy night, especially if I were to come there with athletes, that I would 
maybe slide through the cracks. The problem is, is what I don't want to have happen is I go there with a bunch of people I don't know because my friend isn't joining us. And then they are like, you can't come in. You know, you you know what you did. I saw that happen in real time. Mm. Did I tell you about that when I was, no. I was a young uh, comic starting out in, uh, in South Florida and I was opening up for a fairly, no, he was famous at the time, headliner. And there was another rock band, I can't say their name, but they were in town that came to the show. So they had limo. So after the show, we go to a strip club in Miami, and there were two different uh, car services. So I was in the back with uh, the drummer of this band and some other uh, members. So the first group, the star and my the, the headliner go in, and we go to walk in, and they were letting everybody in. And they stop him, who is he's a famous dude. Mm-hmm. This was a famous band, I'll tell you after. And the guy's like, you can't come in here. You know why. And the guy just stopped and shrugged his shoulders and started walking back. And so I'm with him. I, th- he's the only way I can get home. This is like pre-Uber. Yes. And so I walk back to the limo with him and I would go, what happened? He goes, eh, I pulled my dick out the last time I was here. You know. Yeah, that happens. Were, and I was like, dude, mm-hmm. you're pretty famous. I think it was more than that. But, you know, I guess they do have long... I mean, bars, 86 people, and they remember. I guess. I just, I can't risk it. Now, let me give you the best fucking plot twist ever. Turns out, I was not with him. I was with other people, but I think that's why everyone was mentioning Shotgun Blaze. So, Ja Morant got clipped. He did. Did you see? I did. That I is did. the night I was supposed to be at Shotgun Willie's because that is the game I was at. So he brandished a gun on his Instagram and he's like suspended for four games or something. Yes. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's... he. So I was like, oh. So now two things. One, both of us are banned from Shotgun Willie's. <laughs> and two, both of us took cameras into. You're not supposed to take pictures. He made the same mistake. So John Morant and I are the same person. I, essentially. All, I love it. And I would pay any amount of money to see the other names on that list mm-hmm. because I bet you they're random and beautiful and the <laughs> reasons why but yeah i mean you know corinne i think that we should also we shouldn't let social media bully us around maybe we start a campaign to get you back in the shotgun well as you show them hey yeah i've learned i feel like like free promotion or you know i like the thing is is i would i do really like strip clubs but i'd prefer one that was closer that's really like out in the boonies yeah, like oh. compared to where we i mean you guys don't live in denver but and the denver is very like downtown sort of and it's off by like a bed bath and beyond like in the outskirts it's it's a strip club for rich business guys that are it's not there's a reason it's that far because there's strip clubs downtown yeah and then there's strip clubs Mm -hmm. that you need to go out near where there's a uh you know a zales and (laughs) a a baby gap like yeah it's a fair there's a chick-fil-a i think right next door it's like look how bad can we be Mm -hmm. chick-fil-a chick-fil-a pulled up so it's just like it's a strip club for rich dads but it is literally in the same place as bed bath and beyond and that that is a fact yeah that's so there you go um yeah so i despite getting my lips done have yet to meet a gentleman caller but Mm. do we have any online um Extensions of love? Do we have anybody that's been like, I "I like your pictures. I think you're dope. I think what you are asking is, have I prepped a game of bang or buy? I love this game and I've only played it twice. (laughs) Okay, guys. So just as a reminder, the whole object of the game is decide if you're going to, if I should, bang (laughs) this guy or say bye. Okay? We we only disagreed on one the last time. That's right. Okay. And funny enough, that is going to be the first one that we talk about. So the guy that I stupidly, his name's Cameron. I don't give a fuck. At this point, I'm just naming names. I'm old and I don't care. 
So Cameron and I matched and I accidentally liked a photo on his Instagram, well, multiple photos on his Instagram. I didn't, United Air, Airlines Wi-Fi did. I've never heard of that happening before. Yeah, well, it happened to me. Okay. Um, so I then figured, okay, this is done. I have, there's nothing I can do here. We matched. That was on Hinge. We match again on Bumble. Ooh. So I'm like, okay, I got a second chance at this. And on Bumble, you have to say something. I should have opened with nice Instagram page. I've, <laughs> I have been through it. I have a slide presentation, <laughs> PowerPoint. <laughs> I understand you and the stand-up comic you were dating broke up roughly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Then your, okay. then your mom got sick, but she's much better now. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I knew way too much. All right. So <clears throat> he writes to me after I, I don't I don't remember what my opening line was. Uh, sorry about that. I screenshot this. So we're just going to go with what he says to me. He goes, there she is. How you doing? That would be rad for sure. Oh, I must have said like, you know me. I'm straight. Do you want right. to get drinks? Let's get drinks. Right. Let's get off the app. He said, I think we probably have some cool stories to swap that no one else would probably understand. And I'm like, sure. And he said, for the f- and here we go. For the sake of being radically candid slash totally transparent, which is very much how I am naturally, I am recently out of a long-term relationship. I know. <laughs> I'm aware <laughs> from your Instagram. <laughs> I saw that you guys went to Turks not that long yeah. ago. I'd um, say that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, and probably not emotionally ready for anything serious. Looking for more casual sort of thing or at the very least a buddy to explore the area since I'm new. Let me know what you think. So, you know, my ass is not. So I decided, so I call Eliza and I'm like, all right, I need this motherfucker to somehow be driven to my Instagram so he understands that, you know, he's, you know, he's the one that's a public figure to his mother. Right. Like he has 2,000 followers. He's, he's trying not to big verified. time you. Yeah, yeah, but his ex is definitely like, we're going to, we'll, we'll talk about it off air because mm-hmm. it's a female comic and I'd never heard of her, but she has like a substantial amount of followers. Um, and also, by the way, we're building Patreon because a lot of people have asked who the celebrity the Oscar-winning celebrity, by the way. I don't know if I said that originally, but he is an Oscar winner. The I didn't one... know that. You did, too, because you know who it is. Well, maybe you don't remember he won an Oscar? No, I didn't know. I don't remember well, no, no, no. he won an Oscar. This is where the everyone keeps asking me who the, the guy who I jumped out of the car to yes. avoid, right? I'm going to release this kind of stuff on Patreon. Ooh. And so <clears throat> we'll release this guy's ex if I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to build Patreon out. Give us a second. Um, but once we do, we're going to start telling secrets on Patreon. That's going to be the whole point of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And that, I don't give a fuck. I don't know why that was really sexy. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, I want somebody to say that to me uh-huh. right before they open the passenger door and we go rob a bank. Yeah. That would be some yeah. hot. That'd be hot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I write back, hey, Cameron, appreciate the honesty. I'm looking for a relationship. So it would seem we aren't after the same things. I'm always happy to make a new friend. I'm actually not. <laughs> so if you decide you want to have drinks as friends, I'd be down. I'm not much for small talk on these apps. So that's why I always open with suggesting we meet. Anyway, feel free to connect via IG anytime if you just want a buddy to hang out with. Because he said buddy. And I gave my Instagram. And I was like, yeah, now he's going to see. Check nah. that. No, that's not what happened, guys. This gets so good. Oh, my God. Al, you're going to die. So, no, he doesn't respond. He doesn't want a buddy. That was a, just a line. He right. wants to fuck. Right. And I'm not doing that. So, all right, that's fine. I'm like, it's over. I tell, I said, you know, I talk to Eliza all the time. I'm always like updating her with nonsense like this. And so I forget about it. Now I screenshot it just in case. Then I go to my favorite Facebook page where it's mm. people post other, it, it's, it's, uh, now I always forget the name of it. Don't date or am I, are we dating the same guy? Are we dating the same guy? Cause th- there's another one called don't date and I was confused. I would him. never know that if, if you weren't in yeah. my life. Okay. I know. So <laughs> it's, are we dating the same guy? Which I check every single day, a million times a day. Cause it is the most interesting thing I've ever been a part of. And lo and behold, he's posted on there. 
Oh, this is the first person I have seen on there. And it's like, Cameron. And then they have his picture. And it's like, just want to make sure he doesn't belong to anyone else. And I'm like, and I see there are 87 comments. Shut up. So that means immediately you know shit went real south real fast. So I start reading through them. Al, four different women, four, have a date with him that Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Four. That's weird. And none of them have, like, they all have, they were all confirmed, but not the confirmed place they were meeting. But this time and the su- Sunday at 6.30 p.m. was confirmed for four different women. So now they start plotting. So they're like, what if we just all show up? And, like, you can tell there's other people like me piping in with, I sent the screenshot of, I was like, look, he's definitely, like, just looking for something casual. And they're like, yeah, but... To confirm for what the fuck is he going to do? Four people are going to show up to the same date? Like, this is, he's obviously going to ghost three of them, which is shitty, which is what he did. Oh. And the one girl that, well, she went. Of course she did. Because she was like, pick me. Oh, my God, he picked me. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and I'm going to tell you why. And it's a good lesson that those other three didn't understand. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, girl, let's let's do this and let's come together. The enemy of your enemy is not your friend always. And that's the thing, like, ladies, don't get this confused. You guys aren't sisters. No. You, you, and, and that one, uh, the rest of them are like, yeah, girl, let's meet for brunch first. And the other one was like, yeah, I'll see y'all after my date. Uh-huh. That's and the that, difference. And that is what happened. Um, however, I was thinking, because exactly what you were saying, I wasn't interested in him because he was, I hate when people are like, I'm just letting you know, I'm going to fuck everyone in the city. I just got here. I don't ever sign up for that, no matter what you look like. However, if that wasn't the case and I was one of the girls, I would have thrown, I would have been like, crazy just got courtside tickets to the game sunday like i would have made it so that you'd have to go on the date with me for sure i would have done that anyways this girl had the audacity to then chime back into the thread and was like you know so i ended up meeting him sorry for the other girls that did it um but Mm, (laughs) but he was very open about his casualness and then another new bitch comes into the picture and she goes well i hung out with him last night and yeah yeah so now it's just it's he's the topic of conversation like his because when you when you post uh, whatever you comment on the post it pops it to the top right. he's been on the top for like a week now everybody's going out with this guy and I, have, I have mixed feelings on this mm-hmm. because so do you- some of the girls some of the other girls are like this is cruel he hasn't done anything it's not like we 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 want to report heat people here for bad things like they were narcissistic or they were rude or I don't know, rapey, whatever. Like this guy didn't do anything except play the field, like leave him alone. There right. were people that said that. Well, it's obvious because he clearly went on the date, the 6.30 Sunday date, and somebody hung out with him the night after. Mm-hmm. So if 6.30 he was rapey or aggressive or weird, he would got red flagged. So he's kind of in a weird way building a stock up because all these women are like, everybody's enjoying his company. Maybe I'm going to be the one to, to lock him down. Yeah. Probably not, but take your, take but your like, shot. I can't believe I podcasted about him and then like rekindled and then he ended up on that page. So, so that's are you our done first, going after him? That's our first banger by. So I ask you, do you think I try and bang him to beat out the competition or would you say bye? I think you bang in this situation. I'll tell you why. Because yes, you're looking for something long term, but he's not. But who knows? At least you can kind of sample the goods, see if there's a connection there. And honestly, everybody's it's always casual till somebody meets somebody dynamic that yanks them out of the singles pool. So if anybody has enough pull, like magnetism to like make a dude be like, maybe I need to grab her while she's uh, on the free agent market. It's you. So like, why not take your cut? It's like everybody's single till they meet you. Yeah. So here's my my thinking on this. This is why I was like, 
yeah, you want a friend? I'll be your friend. And then I would definitely hang out with him as friends because I don't I, – look, he's not that special. It's He's Denver hot. He's not like – Right. Um, I'd hang out with him as friends. And then when he tried to put a move on me, I'd be like, whoa, bro. Like, no, I'm not interested in casual. And then he'd have to run that back, you see. Right. But you, I would You'd have to call him buddy. Like, he'd end yeah. like a buddy part. Well, like one of my friends, Erica, always taught me, like, if you really, really want to, like, hammer home, like, the – like, you – you have no place here. Like this is not you and you do not like you fist bump or you high five. You don't go in for a hug. Yeah. You can really, oh, she yeah. had an ex that she was trying to torture. And so she was doing that a lot. And I learned that from her. Yeah. Or so, just call, I thought you were going to say, or she said to call him your buddy. Cause that would, yeah, buddy too. That would, that would really, really bring it home. This is, my, this is my buddy. Al. I'd be like, Oh, we're, Oh, mm-hmm. well, I've totally misread this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or like, just get, get, so I'm saying bang. What do you say? I'm saying, I'm saying, you're not going to give your hand away? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a pass since this is happening in real time. Yeah. I will give you a pass on this I don't answer. know. I mean, I'm I'm inclined to say bye, but there is – I like the aspect of competition, you know? Of course. Obviously. And, like, the other thing I did, which my all of my friends that are – I don't have that many in Denver, but the girlfriends that I have that are on this page also, who are all married or in relationships that are just, like, watching for with popcorn, um, they, they're all, like – let me guess. What are you What are you using the site for? I was like, oh, if there's hot guys that I missed, I'm going to find them. And wow. I, I didn't think I about people on, looking at this site for so many different mm, reasons. Yeah. And then I click on all the girls' pictures and I'm like, I'm prettier than her. I'm younger than her. I'm thinner than her. Like I, I am not using this site like you're supposed to use it. And oh my God. So today <laughs> I forgot because exactly what you said. I got confused between don't date and are we dating the same guy? And they're two. So I am on a don't date LA page from years ago. That's trash and nobody ever updates it. And I went to search for it today and I searched don't date and nothing came up. And I was like, no, 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 no. How did I get kicked off this page? It turned out I just searched the wrong thing. Oh, so there, it's. The, I'm still active, guys. There's no don't date Denver. That's the page. Oh, I thought no, no, no. This was Sorry. A... Are we dating the same guy, Denver, is the page. Right. Don't date is not special. How is there not a don't date, Denver, when you guys are basically doing a low thing. budget don't date yeah, I don't know. on your are we dating the same guy? I don't know. Because that brings in the bigger question, what is are we dating the same guy for? Is there is there an unsaid agreement that there is a little bit of Hunger Games competition there because no one's saying don't date this guy unless there's, he's asking each one to marry them, which he is not. Mm-hmm. I just – or maybe if he was uh, married, I guess. But I don't know. It just oh, seems like there's competition there's, So here. this is the problem. A lot of it is this is my boyfriend. I'm moving in with him. Just want to make sure there's no tea. And then infinite amount of people are like, oh, I just saw him. I just matched with him. Like – it's constant. There's like no good humans out there. All of these guys are getting busted. But if you're posting on there, you have an inkling that something's off. You know, right. you're not, you don't usually do that. Like you're not going to. But is it rare to find somebody at this point in their lives that, and I'm speaking for all of us, that hasn't not given up on the idea of just finding one person. So maybe you're just kind of out there a little bit just to kind of putting your person together through four different people like this is my uh, go to the mountains thing. Uh-huh. This is my rich guy I hang out with, but he's only in town twice a week. And then this is my married guy. We won't say anything, but his wife is there. So I we mean, have. He, I do this. Like I kind of making. A, yeah, yeah, it's like Voltroning yeah. a man yeah. together. Yeah. So I, I just. Just don't, don't get sloppy. Don't get caught. I, I mean, this this site is really. I mean, there's so few men in Denver as it is. And they're now, I mean, I'm seeing people like. On there that, like, I see swiping. I mean, they're usually not 
my type. There was one guy that somebody posted and they were like, so um, he said he's an M head and I'm I'm not like I'm not like against meth, but I would prefer. And then someone's like that. That means Molly. And then she's like, OK, is anyone have any anyone else hooking up with him? And I'm like, dude, he says in his profile he's an M head, which I just learned what that is via this site. He's probably fucking everybody. Are you really Absolutely. asking that question? Like the, usually the people they post and like he has, you know, a septum piercing and like 95 tattoos and like. He's the guy that openly, you know, he works at the Hot Topic in the mall, but he's really into Molly. So it, it's what it is. And um, also, he's not the guy that should be on that site. You look at him and look, no, say don't stereotype. Get your you can look and be like, yeah, raves like uh, everyone else that's doing Molly is doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a lot of people do, like, did I match with you at a rage at a rave? It's always it's going down. Yeah. OK. We're going to do our second candidate for Banger Buy. This will move a little quicker now. Um, so this next candidate, uh, he he said in his profile, the quickest way to my heart is kafoon. Do you know what this is? Because I did not. And you seem like you might know what this is. I absolutely don't. It just just that name made me mad it's, for some reason. Yeah, me too. It just, you know what? It sounds like the party that they were all going to in Madagascar or something. Like, <laughs> we must make it to Kafoon yeah. before the sun goes down. <laughs> what is Kafoon? And I know it's going to sure. make me mad, but it's just gonna tell me. It's going to make you so mad. Just tell me. So first of all, it's spelled C-A-F-U-N-E. This will all go on the Instagram. Don't worry. Okay. So you guys can see what it looks like in print. And I, it's Bumble, so I have to message first. So I message, I don't know what Kafoon is. Enlighten me. And by the way, he capitalized it, so I did too. Because right. I was like thinking, maybe it's a, a city. Acronym, maybe. I thought like a foreign city. Hmm. He wrote, hey, it's caressing someone's hair sensually. It's Brazilian. Oh. <laughs> Look, caressing someone's hair. Ew. Like just, I mean, the fact that you... I'm just, I don't know why this bothers me so deeply, but because like, I really don't whack. like it. I don't because like it. Because it's whack. I and, don't like it. And also, that is a very intimate act to do to somebody. So if you just say that you're into it, that just means that you're doing it for everybody. I kind of like, it. Be it's almost like saying, like, I'm very into massage. Like, yeah. it's like, what? Who's, okay, <sighs> fine, I guess. I just, I and, think and that's very strange. I feel like I, he would play a YouTube video of him playing guitar while he did that in mm, your hair. And I, a couple things. One, I hate when people touch my hair. Like, I really, really don't like it. <clears throat> so I don't want him doing that to me. The other thing is, if that's really what you're into, let's not dress it up. Just say, I like I like when people play with my hair. Why do you got to say kafoon? Yeah. And, you pretentious piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, he takes himself so seriously that you'll just like be sitting on the couch after a long day and just comes up, leans over the back of the couch and goes, it's time for kafoon. <laughs> it's kafoon time. And just like you just get up and walk straight out of the door and never look back. Yeah. That is so whack, dude. Thank like, you. don't. So do- we're. We're both buying this one. Oh. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah, she Goodbye. Got, oh, absolutely bye. I told you that one was going to be quick. I knew you weren't going to like him either. Oh. Okay. Our third and final contestant. This guy sent me a DM on Instagram in the Stranger Danger box. Mm-hmm. And this was, as Heather Cannon, one of our patrons said, uh, nightmare fuel. Um, <laughs> he wrote, of course I see a celebrity crush on Tinder and I don't get the swipe back. Now let's stop there for a minute. I taught you this lesson. I may not have gotten to your profile yet. If you go the extra mile and you find out my last name and then find me on Instagram and then go into my inbox Mm -hmm. and message me before I even have a chance to swipe, you killed your shot because maybe I would have swiped right. And I mean, from judging from- It's the golden rule. Don't be too thirsty. You're being super thirsty right now. Also, you 
look, you're lucky enough that I am your celebrity crush and I happen to also be on a dating app. So you get the luxury of maybe I will match with you. By the way, that's the first two sentences of our profile. But well, go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lucky you. <Yeah. laughs> By the way, you guys, I know. I know I'm not a celebrity. This is a wild. But this happens to me. Okay. So he goes, <clears throat> So let me just reiterate the first line. Of course I see a celebrity crush on Tinder and don't get the swipe back. Haha, ha, it's okay. Honored to share a city with you. Now we get to the nightmare part. That was already enough. Mm, it's much worse here. You actually sent me a Christmas card to my apartment because someone you knew used to live here. It was so surreal. Al, this gentleman knows my home address because that shit is on the Christmas card. And... I sent, I, I, let me tell you something. I put everybody on notice. On Facebook, I was like, if I fucking, if you don't give me your updated address, like the fact that I'm out in these streets sending cards with my home address randomly to people who are also very interested in dating me. Like what's stopping this guy from? Also, what's stopping you from getting a P.O. box, buddy? <laughs> All right. There's ways around this. What do you think? The Rock has his home address on his <laughs> Christmas card, you psychopath. Just pay 25 bucks every five years and get a P.O. box. What are you doing? I don't know. I didn't know this was a problem. I didn't realize people were so irresponsible with their home addresses. You didn't realize people were irresponsible? No. And so I sent a fucking holiday card to this guy. Yes, and now he knows for a fact he has your home address. And mm-hmm. he sh- every year he should just send you a card that just slowly details like little parts of your life. Until yeah, he- yeah. It's like, yeah, I can't believe you still so, having trouble with your catalytic converter. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> so here's what's <laughs> happening now. I'm at the point where I'm very close to messaging him back and just asking if you like, oh, that's such a crazy story. What? Where do you live? Because I am going to lose it on the person that's responsible. But, but then I have to interact with him. Yes. And so then what do I you're, do? You're going to jumpstart. You're going to wake a savage up. I know. You don't want to do. I know. Remember the golden rule. Do not engage. Anybody out there, if you're like in a uh, whatever beef online and you're like, oh, this person keeps saying stuff about my partner, my mom, my race, do not engage. That's a, do You <laughs> well, cannot engage. The problem is that I don't know who the fucking leak is. So I'm going to send the cards to the same. You places. are the leak. <laughs> you are the leak, Corinne. You are putting your what do you have your phone number? I, you guys be cool about this. No, you don't leave it up to the hands of <laughs> here's, randos. Here's a picture of my right tit. You're That's, not going to share this. Right. Exactly. Here's when I get in the shower. Why do I keep leaving my front door open? So weird. <laughs> Checking never, account info. How'd that get I on here? Ne- it has not occurred to me up until this moment that I have any part in this other than to find out the culprit and then punish them. But the reality is that it is me Absolutely, be you. putting all my information. And you're learning that in 2023. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't. I sure am. That's like the first thing that they would teach you in like a women's self-defense class in the basement of the Mm -hmm. Y. They'd be like, welcome, ladies. First of all, don't put your address out there for the world and then mail it to random men. I (laughs) I mean, I mail my cards to 250 people. And I'm so crazy like about my address that like on my resume, like on like if you were to click on my link to my resume does not have my phone number, any information. I don't have my business cards at work. I refuse to put like it like it's minimal because I'm always afraid that like I don't want my shit out there. Yet here I am. Papering the town. What a weird thing where you're what just. an idiot I am. Well, no, it's just, it's not, if you were an idiot, it would be over all platforms. But it's just like you are the the picture of being safe online 
for 364 days a year. Yeah. But then it's like the one day uh-huh. that's your Christmas to crazies uh-huh. is you go around and stuff your dress uh, down the chimneys <laughs> of men that have red dots over their yeah, address yeah. because of past sexual uh, uh-huh. <laughs> transgressions. But like, remember how you were jokingly, we were talking about the, the shit gap and you were like jokingly saying like, okay, well, what if that guy's like a huge fan? And like, this is like his moment to see you showering. I'm like, this is what happened though. This guy's a huge fan and I sent him a, like, look, let's not kid ourselves. My holiday card is risque. It is. It's, it's it's not your mother's holiday card. I didn't realize till my kids saw it. And yeah. They were like, "Hey, <laughs> that's Daddy's work partner." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I just want to say that we're we're gonna agree uh, to that one. We're saying bye. Right. We're just gonna we're, do. You know what? We're gonna do better this year. We've got a couple months better. head start. Okay. And we're gonna we're gonna take okay. ourselves out yeah. of the uh, out of the either. But you know, we've discussed your problems. But I think it's time. For us to not be selfish. No, no, no. I have one more thing. Please. Okay. It's on the same topic. And then we're yes. going to... You're right. I know we're transitioning to getting to some emails. Yes. This is this is I a long-form podcast. I, there's no such thing. Okay. This is the last thing because it's too good not to share. And we just did this last podcast. Okay. So remember how I told you I appeared on Howard Stern for... I thought it was The Guide to Dating. It wasn't called that. It was called The Guide to Picking Up Girls. So that's why Howard... That sounds like it was written by a creep in a pickup truck well, in Texas. But that's why Howard went so hard in the paint after him because he's like, have you even lost your virgin... Like he's, you know... Right. So I was trying to find... I was like, there has to be... I at least want... You know, I I know that people believe I'm telling the truth, but it is. it was many years ago and I just... I wanted verification. <laughs> like I'm sure it exists somewhere that I can verify that this happened. And so I tried... I, I looked on the internet and immediately it popped up. Now, it's not the audio. I Again, I could get it from my mom, but this is from December 28th, 2002. And it's the announcement of what was going to be on the Stern Show. And so it says the book, which has already been featured on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, da, 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 a bunch of other places. Um, it... It provides men with useful advice, tips, and strategies on how to meet Ms. Wright, all while avoiding the implementation of the dreaded pickup line. Highlights include. So these are the highlights because you were like, what? I can't wait. And I think you're really going to enjoy this. I just have three bullet points to review with you. The first is the best time to start laying down your wrap is early. 10.30 p.m. is ideal because as a general rule, women like to go home early. 10.30 is early? (laughs) What is any of this? To start spitting game? What is any of this? Women go home early? No, we don't. And also, 10.30 is the ideal. What is any of this? I can't. I don't know what this is. That's the first thing. So I hope I hope you've been doing that. Is oh, that how you got your girlfriend? 10.30. Like, that's getting into, like, because 10.30 means all the people that were at happy hour have mm-hmm. cleared out. And the people that are kind of normal, they're, like, out on a Friday. They're going to hang out. But, you know, they're going to have some class. It's 7, 15 mm-hmm. to 9.30. They're like, ladies, it's getting late. You know, there's mm-hmm. a di- – and look – Anybody that goes to bars knows there's a different element that starts to sweep in between 10 and 11. Well, also, it is a very different crowd than right up until 10. It's a if, different crowd. If you were there at 5 for happy hour, by 10.30, you're fucking sloshed. You're gone. So I don't know. This is a weird. Yeah. Okay. Point number two. Don't ever avoid. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. I'm going to wait right here. I'm going to wait right here. I can't believe I had to go on Howard Stern with this idiot. <laughs> you want to go on with your best stuff. <laughs> I mean, remember, this is the breakdown for the analysis. These are the three best tips. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Don't. 
and bored and eager to talk. Oh my God, no. <laughs> oh. I, I, I don't understand how that's your top tip. What? <laughs> It's the most obscure advice I've ever. What do you? What every three years? I mean, I barely get jury duty. That would be like me, like just cornering my son and being like, "Hey, listen, do you know what the single? Have you ever gotten your tires rotated at Walmart? Look at me. The waiting room is a is a hodgepodge of hot chicks looking for men. The getting your car talk, getting your stereo installed at Best Buy." Okay, I have one more tip for you. Try to make the conversation more balanced towards the girl. The optimum balance is 30% you, 70% her. Act interested in anything she has to say. That is that, so that, condescending. I, it, it's all really bad, but I, I'm going <laughs> to... I can't even... I just was like, when I start... Because I haven't... I have This is 2002, guys. Like, I haven't obviously done it. I just shot a pilot for this, right? It's not like I helped him write the book. I don't remember how stupid it is. I go in and I see this and I'm like, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta do a follow-up on this. This is wild. You have to. You yeah. First of all, I would love for our viewers to give their top three... Like, what? how would you amend this in 2023? Because, first of all, that cannot, even in 2002, just a little condescension, like, <laughs> act excited about whatever they have whatever to say. People listen to this podcast to hear what you have to say, but they're like, oh, we'll just we'll patronize her. This is, I'll tell you who this guy is. This guy is a guy that's at the bar. He's got a brown bomber jacket with a wool collar mm. around it, silver kind of professional glasses, sits at the end, drinking beer, looks up every once in a while. He has no business in there, but he keeps drinking, and they like, look, he that's Bob. No one bothers him. Just leave him alone. But he's writing a book on, like, what he observes about, like, what chicks like, even though he hasn't talked to one and his kids have blocked him. It's such a certain guy that's mm-hmm. like, I don't get any women, but this is what they like. This is, yeah. Jury duty, <laughs> getting getting gamed on. Getting... And he, he does. I want to reiterate this. The best time to start laying down your rap is early. The words that he used is rap. And I'm, I'm going to wrap this up really quick with I went through his reviews because oh I was yes. just like, there's got there's got to be some gold in here. Oh. OK, he's only this book has not sold very many copies. There's <laughs> only 25 reviews. It has like two stars and every review is bad. So I tried to pick like my favorites. So the first one, this will help you understand the rap thing because I was like, what? rap. So he said, this book is overall worthless. <laughs> It has some humor in it and some basic knowledge, like dressing clothes that fit you, exercise, and eat well. I mean, you need a book to tell you this is how you're going to get girls. <laughs> but when it comes down to the basic approach of meeting women, it's incredibly vague. They call your pitch to a girl a rap, and they divide the rap into three categories, beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> I can't make this up, dude. The beginning is where you introduce yourself. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> The middle is where you build rapport and interest, and the end is where you close the deal with her number. (laughs) These three sections are the most important parts of meeting women, yet they glaze over them in about five pages of text. Also, this book recommends buying women drinks. This is a no-no unless she buys you one and you buy her one. Supplicating a woman will not help your game. In short, this book can be summed up in about a page of bullet points. So now we understand the beginning, middle, and end. Oh, God. Did you understand that you have to open by saying your name? I usually then, I start with the end. I walk in. I have three kids. What's your area code for your <laughs> Start with your name. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Turn and face them. Turn and face them. <laughs> so 
So two more short ones. Um, these are all one stars. Uh, Brian says, I just finished reading this after reading the game. This book reminded me of those instructional films from the 50s that they made you watch in school. If you take the word rap out of this book, it would probably only be 10 pages. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently this whole book is then you let your rap then the beginning of the rap and then, so good. I just want you to leave a review that just says stop saying rap. Stop That's saying. what a lot of people did. And then um the last one, same thing he says this is just a bunch of common sense, very badly written and not much practical advice or practical examples. Spends all the time talking about how important it is to have a master rap. <laughs> The word rap becomes quite annoying after a while. It must be repeated a million times. Save your money. So that, ladies and gentlemen, was the pilot that I don't know why didn't get picked up that I was the host of. It is it is, it is mind-blowing. First of all, that's the most amount of tears we've ever had on the show. So good. I've never seen you cry like this. That is... It, it is that is what happens when people that don't the problem is people that do don't write books about it no. and the people that don't that's all they can do is like here's the fundamental difference between this species and it's just like dude we we interviewed the men are from mars women are from venus oh, guy yeah like 30 years later first of all it was not good mm-hmm. it was not good mm-hmm. he immediately came on and, and attacked because this is back when uh can uh, uh judge uh kentenji uh kenji kentenji well, you know, I don't know. Brown Jackson, uh, she was uh, elected the first or, or appointed the first black female Supreme Court justice. And this guy clearly had an issue with that. Oh, oh my. Because in, did, how did you get to that from? We didn't get to it. <laughs> this was brooding before this was in his oh. spirit because we come on and we're expecting to have like a fun, fun like, hey, so 30 years later, has anything changed? How are men still from Mars or whatever? And like the interview just starts with like, I forgot his name. He's like, welcome, old book guy. And he just he just goes, yeah, uh, I don't Fuck know. This judge. He, no, he he just goes, uh, I don't know if things between men and women have changed, but I sure do know I can define what a woman is. <gasps> like that's how the first words out of his mouth. Yikes! He was talking to our uh, my sister Erica Cobb, and I never forget because it should become a gif. She just like looks. She's looking like smiling like. Give us your answer to this fun, lighthearted, uh, and she and, then, and her head tilts because you just know, yeah. like, oh, this is a very different ish. I mean, when I say that we weren't even going to graze the surface of this, we weren't going to be in the same galaxy yeah, yeah, as yeah. this conversation. Yeah. But it just like it was just like he was like, where's the where's that where's the microphone? I need to get this out. Oh he was just God. like, I know what a woman oh. is. We were like, sir. By the sir. way, he, his publicist is has quit. Can you imagine? No. Because you can always get that 30-year anniversary re-release, you know, yes. what oh changed my God. Let's bring a, back. a new, yeah, you know, forward or something. But it, he, I mean, I it, somebody, I, I don't know, but that was the first time I, I realized that, like, there are people that just genuinely walk around all day with this in their st- pit of their stomach. Uh-huh. That, like, really affected this man. So, uh, yeah, these guys should not be writing books. It's, you should probably, maybe I should write a book called everything I did right and everything I did wrong because I feel like I look like an average guy. Mm. I batted out of my... You always say that. You're very handsome. I batted out of my league a lot. Mm. And no one taught me like what my uh, strengths were. I learned it through like trial and error. Now, I know things are a little bit different because like somebody might... Be, but like you just got to like just kind of say and like see if you're funny. See if what you want to talk about other people find interesting. And for a lot, it won't. But you have to – it's got to be funny when you get played. Like when you get this, you and your boys have to find humor in that. But it seems like it's anger like that spills over into YouTube where it's like, chicks, I'm an alpha male. 
They're like looking at videos where some guy goes, uh, rule number one to date me, check your attitude yeah, at the door. I know. It's like, dude, you got, guys, it's got, well, there's got to be some joy in this. It, otherwise, it comes out like it does in that book, just sterile. And like, I introduced myself, I gave you the middle, I gave you the end, you're my wife now. Yeah. It's so weird. It is. Um, it is weird. But it was it was an absolute gem to uncover, and I'm so glad I could bring that today. So now you tell me. Well, you call it up, you guys. If you have not emailed us lately, what the fuck? Get your life. Yes. Send us an email. It is at my safe word is more advice at gmail.com. We read them on air for the first time, so I have not heard them previously. Neither has Al. And I have not read this previously. Yeah. So that's why sometimes he fucks up when he's reading them. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> and our producer Kelly is always like, "Can you pre-read I them?" I know. I messed up like one time early on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a pretty good reader. I read the prompter every day. I don't okay, do great give it to me. I'm excited anyway, to give some advice. All right. It says, hey, Corinne and Al, I've been seeing two different guys, but it's become clear that I will eventually need to choose one. I really like both equally, but for different reasons. In this type of situation, what criteria or methods do you use to determine the better choice? Should I try Money. a test <laughs> on both of them and compare results? Or is that too sociopathic? I'm keeping this question general rather than specific to my own situation so that other listeners can get more out of it. What a great <sighs> okay. person. Okay. So if I so I there are there have been times when I was like choosing between two people. I will tell you every single time, um, it has always been that the person I chose, I wish I chose the other one. It's like uh, buyer's remorse sort of right. thing. Grass is greener. Yeah, and then a lot of the times, one like specific time that comes to my mind. Remember I told you about the Baron? Yes. While I was dating the Baron, I was also dating this other guy. The one, actually, that my grandmother refused to meet. We would call him not a Baron. Right. Baron and not Baron. Um, and the Baron and I, I was really trying to get that off the ground. But I was aware, as I am in every, you know, I have a cheat first mentality. I usually try and, like, keep a couple things in the air at the same time so that I don't, I don't, I need to diversify my portfolio or else I become obsessed with that person. Right. This is the problem with the guy I dated during the pandemic. Like, I had, I wasn't diversified enough. Yeah. And so I just became, He became like, your Bitcoin. Yeah. I, yes, exactly. Uh, my best friend Joyce calls it Easter bunnying, putting all your eggs in one basket. You no. can't do that. <laughs> You can't Easter Bunny. So, but that's all people do on Easter. Yeah. All their it seems yeah. to work out fine for most people. I, not me. So in that case, I was dating the Baron and then casually like long distance talking to this other guy. And then the Baron dropped out of the picture. And the other guy sent me actually right at the, about the same time. He sent me a bouquet of flowers just to be nice, which like at the time I was so taken by because I was like, oh, like, the Baron, who has so much money, this guy didn't have that. Like, he was still in law school at the time. And, like, the Baron could have bought me a diamond necklace and didn't do anything and, like, was kind of shitty to me, you know, in certain ways. Like, I don't know. Like, when we met in Miami, like, I paid my my ticket, which Ooh. at the time I had no money. Like, he was coming from Switzerland, but I was coming from Miami. It would have been nothing for him to just grab my ticket, too, but he didn't. And, like, I had asked him ahead of time. I was like, all right, you're going to book the hotel. He's like, yeah. I got him at the airport. And he was – I go, where are we staying? He's like, oh, I haven't booked it. Let me book it right now. And I was like, god damn. Like, he wasn't – and the other guy who – was, you know, broke, whatever. So I end up, because the Baron dumped me, basically, told me we couldn't keep it going, I went the direction of the other guy. 
And uh, that went poorly also. So, you know what? Oh. I choose to, when it's a choose-your-own-adventure, I almost always choose incorrectly. No, I mean, it sounded like you just had— it, it, I didn't really have a choice. Do you remember the last podcast where I, where I just said the, the math doesn't work out and there's not enough good people? Mm-hmm. It's just like you you had two options in your basket, and they didn't work. If you have five options, everybody's like, oh, you're going to go on don't date yeah. website <laughs> because you're trying to diversify. Uh-huh. But if you have one person, everybody's like, girl, you should have like not I mm-hmm. invested all that time. I don't know what to do because people change on you. And that's people think, okay, I married. I always think about this. If somebody married me when I was a middle school teacher. Uh, yeah, totally and they, different person. Yeah, totally. They'd have been like, I'm, this is the life I want. Mm-hmm. He'll retire at this age. We can expect these pay increases. And this is the life I want to build. And then I start doing open mics at night. And then here I, here I am 20-some years later doing a podcast in my basement with you. Yeah. It's just life is weird and people are going to change. And I don't think people really want that. They want them to stay the same and allow them to change. So in the case, okay, so let's give him, I want to give you some like, I guess like uh, actionable things you could do. Um, So I think, I don't think it's a bad idea. Look, I wouldn't give them a quiz. I mean, not like that. But I think that it would be a good idea to ask them both the same line of questions. Like from like your, like, where do you see, you know, I don't know. Now I'm looking at it like a job interview. Where do you see yourself in five years? Like, I don't know. Get get the, like, compare apples to apples is what I'm saying. Basically is like, look at what your future would look like with this one versus that one. So in the case of the Baron versus the poor guy, like I really wanted the Baron to work out because I saw myself getting married at Cinderella's castle and never working a day in my life. Now, mind you, the guy that was in law school was also going to do okay, but the Baron had ridiculous money. Um, So, okay, so that's one factor to look at. And then, you know, which one is taller, obviously? Um, which one is going to keep it together better? Like, I I like to say that I'm a pretty good judge of, like, guys I knew in college that were fit, like, which ones ended up keeping it together and which ones didn't. I'm, like, pretty, like, 100% on, like, calling which ones we're going to be able to hold that up. What's What's the criteria for that? Like, how do, what do you look at how, what they eat? No, I just, I don't know. I can tell. Like, I, I guess there's, well, there's certain people that you could see was it was slightly effortless for them to have, like, an eight-pack, you know? Like, and then there was others that had, like, a little, a little bit of fat on them. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, if you have a little bit of fat when you're 21, mm, okay. it's going to be difficult for you later on. <laughs> now, maybe that's your thing. Like, I, like I said, like, I, I'm okay with bigger, like... I prefer, uh, well, I just like like monster dudes in general. Um, so and that's the eight fine too. So important, but I'm saying there's th- I'm what I'm just trying to give him is like what are some actual things you can look at this person versus this person. What will this look like in five years versus that guy? What are some things you would want to know, like from a female's perspective? Well, I I kind of full disclosure. We can get into this a little. I kind of recently went through this. Uh, I was seeing a couple people kind of not on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But, you know, people overlapped. And I had to make a decision because in the decision wasn't because anybody caught me or called me. And it really wasn't even in a situation where I needed to tell either party because mm-hmm. it, it, I don't know what their situation was at the time. And it was still super casual. But I made the decision to make a decision early because I didn't want to go back to the old lying owl. Which is just like for once in my life, I don't know if, if you did you ever see Flight with Denzel Washington? 
Yeah. Yeah, where he like was a drug addict yes. pilot or whatever. And I saw that on a plane. Why would you show that on a plane? I can't plane? believe they showed that. Ugh, that's that, where I saw it. That's yeah. crazy. But in, in that, you know, at the end, he goes, uh, spoiler if you're worried about missing this 15-year-old movie. But, <laughs> it's a good movie. You know, yeah, at the end of it, when he's on trial for how he how he behaved, and everybody's like, why didn't you just lie? You would have gotten off, and he ended up getting a couple years in jail. He said, because I didn't have one more lie left in me. Yeah. That is how yeah. I feel. Like, I am telling everybody. I cannot, for yeah. one more second yeah. of my life, turn my cell phone face down. Right, right, Tell right, somebody, right. oh, yeah, I'm on my way. Just like, uh, my mom is in town, so you can't come over. This. Like, I cannot lie anymore. So I was like, before I get there and I feel like a scumbag again, which I promised myself I'm not going to, let me just try and be a human. I did it with my ex. You know what I'm saying? Even though, like, she decided not to behave like a human, I can walk away saying I did. You know, and in this situation, and, and I'll get back to you, uh, Person X, honestly, I was just like, I started looking at these people, and they were both really dope and both really sweet people. I was like, who do I want to, like, have to go to CVS with because one of us has COVID? <laughs> who do I want uh-huh. to be shopping in the frozen food? Because life is just like... The gray, the boring part is most of it. And I thought that one person would be just uh, because of their disposition, is, which is like d- strangely cheery, mm-hmm. which you know, yeah. that I, for somebody like me, and this is where I'm talking to you, uh, person X, I've come to know myself at 45 years old. And I understand that I'm a person that's probably prone to low grade depression, as a lot of comics and adults mm-hmm. are not high grade, but maybe I think maybe every adult is. And I feel I felt like this was a person that would constantly reorient my thoughts to just like something because they take such genuine joy out of things that I don't that I overlook. So I, I think that would be a constant good lesson. So I chose this person as my partner kind of self selfishly, but I feel like they'll bring out the best of me and I'll bring a be a better partner okay. if you're looking long term. So you have to look kind of in yourself and be like, what are you lacking that so, this this person might be able to fill and vice versa. I think that Al's advice is the right advice. I, as you were saying that, I was like, <clears throat> I would think who's more photogenic? Who <laughs> looks better on my Facebook page that will, my high school friends will be like, damn, she got him. Like literally that's what I was thinking all the time you were talking. Really? <laughs> like I, I am so stupid. I can't make decisions. Like I always, I pretty much always pick based on attractiveness or, or, or money. But or, does that matter though? I don't. It does to me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying like, but I don't know if that's any more. Okay, if you say I'm going to go out in the world and try and find the most attractive mate, and you meet a really mm-hmm. good-looking guy, and you're like, he's great to me, he's super nice to me, blah blah. That person exists. You can say, hey, I'm just going to settle for this guy because I know I can get him. That guy could be super verbally abusive. I don't think like, especially narcissists. Yeah. They don't think that they look less than you. They don't think less. You're, you might be like, oh, this guy's unemployed and I'm, I'll, I'll help him up. The oh, narcissist dude, most dudes are like, any, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, that's I, a perfect way. Yes, yeah. ugly people suck yeah. too. So like don't feel, go being charitable because they don't feel like that. Right, right, right. They don't. There's so many narcissists, right. y'all. There's so. Listen I, I mean, to I've me. I've never ended up with. There's narcissists everywhere and the word gets thrown around and people don't understand Really, like it, the, the people that can never admit that they're wrong can never give you any props. Like, hey, congrats! I saw you in that thing, mm-hmm. and like, be genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. You're like genuinely curious. Like, yo, you and Al haven't put an episode out. What's up with it? Yeah. Like, if that kind of person doesn't necessarily always have to be a six, that person could be a four, 
and still have a terrible attitude. All the terrible Karens we saw on mm. video, they were all terrible, but they're like, he's in my area. It's like, you are disgusting, mm. you know, but they don't see that. Narcissists are crazy, so you might think you're doing them a favor. They don't see it like okay, that. Okay, let's let's do other other hard hardline things. Like I wouldn't. I mean, look. I guess make a list of the things. Like not like the pros and cons, but oh my god, my cousin once found a pros and cons list about him in his girlfriend's house. Was penis size on there? No, but okay. it was mean as shit. Was it? Yeah. Oh. It was mean. Yeah. Well, I, I, he's a tall guy. So I, I, there was nothing about his penis on there, but there was like a ton of shit that was like real not that nice. you best believe is burned into his yes, soul. Yes, of course. It's it's become like his, he's been to therapy over it. It's I, his massive insecurities wow. now. I and and I'll tell you another one. While, while you're, and I want to hear what you think about this. Another criteria is how often do you want to go out? Because that's really important. Because if you have a uh, my spouse partner whatever goes out two to three times during the week, and then definitely Friday and Saturday, that is a different so, partner than somebody that wants to go out once a month, maybe. Neither one of them are terrible people, but you better be damn sure because you might go, oh, this girl, Corinne, she's out in the town. She, she's not like my old wife. And then I get with you and I'm like, oh, she's out on the town. She's kicking it. And I kind of don't want that all the time. So figure out, like, do you guys have the same, like, sexual energy? Like, Twice a day or twice a month. Yeah, that's or important. And, and going out. That's it's big. Really, those are two. That, see, that's what I needed you to get to. We need like hard line facts between the two of them. Go, the going out factor, definitely. Um, the the sexual energy factor. And then even like, I know Franny always has like, you want to look at what their relationship with their family is. If you're a family person, like I'm really close with my family. Like, are they close with their family? Would they be cool that you're so close with yours? Like things like that. And like what right. I'm basically saying is whatever characteristics you're looking at, just like apples to apples, right? Like do, compare them to each other and see which one rises to the top. I don't know. Honestly, I'm giving this advice, but I still would take the better looking one. And <laughs> She's the, I just like, don't care, about any, of, I don't care about any of any of this stuff. <laughs> I just want the better looking one. And also I would probably just continue dating both of them. But you're I w- because one of them's gonna dump me anyway. So it's just the first person that dumps me. The other person gets to keep me longer. <laughs> well, that that brings up a secondary, mm-hmm. b- but maybe even more important issue. Because I think people, in an attempt, whether whether it's subconscious or not, we try and make our lives more interesting. Like Corinne, talk to me. I'm at a crossroads. Like, dude, it's Thursday. Calm down. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not be. They might just be kind of looking at this relationship. Like, I'm not sure yet. So this idea that you're gonna have that big payoff movie scene where like in the middle of the the airport you choose me or choose her like sometimes they might be like i chose her you know like i think a lot of times the situation will work itself out if you do nothing which seems like terrible advice but like it's the advice that you're giving like it it will probably work itself out unless this person says it's them or me which it might come down to which then you have a dilemma but up until then gather information that says intel the person that comes to you and says it's them or me I would always choose the other person. Absolutely. That's <laughs> what a crazy You're not going to put me in an ultimatum situation. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, especially when it's like we're talking about not the rest of our lives, but a chunk of my life. It's like yeah, I, need I don't to, care if we're talking about three months. I'm not going to have somebody demanding things from me. You got to set the tone early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I think we I think we solved it. And I think we're we're, we're running so late. I think we're going to have okay. to just do another well, one real soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I mean, I didn't, only got through half of this list of stuff I have to tell you. I didn't even you. talk about and, my blind date episode. Oh, my we're God, have to yes. Do that. So we're going to – I know John Hale asked for you to talk about your blind date episode. I think it was John. Shoot, I might There is a whole 
backstory to that. That they were because we're getting into Miami Al stories, and that's a different. It was a different time, and I always say that's always code for stuff was super illegal, you know, <laughs> now, and it wasn't then. But, like, Miami was a different place yeah. in the early 2000s, so we'll get into that for sure. Um, okay, swimmers, we love you so much. We would appreciate really? if you would rate and review our podcast and tell your friends. Like, that's what we're dealing with here. Word of mouth, please. Yes. Tell a friend to come swim with us. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, you you kind of sounded like you were like, you were like, tell them, tell Hi. your friends, please tell them. I'm mm-hmm. chained to the radiator. <laughs> no. Uh, well, where can their friends find you? Uh, right. Current Sanity on Twitter and uh, Instagram. By the way, Twitter is threatening to take away my blue check mark. And the second they do that, like they March 19th, apparently they're like, you're going to lose your two factor authentication and you or why authentication. Um, I don't know because they're trying to make Musk you crazy pay money. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't need this. Pl- I fucking hate that platform anyway. Right. I, I, I have everything. I have. You'll like this. I have Trump muted. I have like so I don't. That's why I don't know anything politically that's going on because I have like the word president mu- muted. I've like I can't stand political stuff. So I have everything <laughs> muted. And then I muted Survivor recently. And now I have nothing on the whole chain because Survivor started up and I don't want to hear about it. And wow. so like everything's muted for me. So I this is pointless anyway. Anyways, I don't really care if you follow me. I would much rather you go to our Instagram page, which I think we are doing a bang up job. Yes. At like keeping up pace with the episodes with lots of fun content. So let's just send people there. Yeah, my safe word is more. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> my safe word is I'm not the sure. The president is Biden. <laughs> 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 um, and it's my safe word is more on Instagram. And uh, we are super interactive. Al and I both comment all the time. So does Kelly, our producer. So like, please come find us on there and join the fun. Yeah, keep your head above water and just keep swimming. There you Did go. Yes. Yeah. High five. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Love you all.